0: For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melanymitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody, it's Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and I'm excited that you're here on this amazing Tuesday and We are coming back for episode number two of my series of really stepping into the power of finding and attracting top producing team members in your network marketing business. So I hope you listened to last week's episode. I kind of teed up this series and what we're going to be talking about. And also on my social media, if you don't follow me on Instagram at Melanie Mitro, make sure you check it out. I'm dropping some great content about just how to step into your power of building your team. This is something I am so passionate about for a few reasons. I understand the importance of team. I feel as though, you know, yes, we can all go out there and you know, sell our company's products on our own. We can have this great, amazing customer experience, but we're only one person. And once we reach our ceiling and our capacity, we can't physically bring in more customers and maintain the level of customer service that maybe we hold ourselves to a certain standard. We can automate things, but we can't always take away that human connection. Secondly, Building a team and gathering other women around you that have the same vision, that have the same core values and work ethic is really fun. And not only do you develop some lifelong friendships through the process of building your network marketing team, but you're, it's like two heads are better than one. You're collaborating, you're sharing ideas, you're running groups together, you're training, your downline, and there this, there is this magnetic energy, this force field that begins to happen when you're linking arms with other women and you're making an income and you're making an impact. What I love most is seeing that just trickle down through my organization and seeing other people create that income and that freedom and knowing that success doesn't just stop with me, that success is possible for other people as well. And today on the podcast, we're going to dive into how do we find those people? And it really does start with really identifying and defining who that ideal team member actually is. I'm gonna walk you through a quick little um, example, and we're gonna do just a little exercise today to help you with identifying your ideal team member. But before we dive into this, last week I called you to action. I said, get your team together, right? Get them listening to the podcast, have a discussion afterwards, make this a study that you do with your downline that really gets you into this recruiting culture. Because here's the thing, if we say we want to build a team, we have to make sure we're matching that up with action. We can't just say we want to build a team and only focus on products. We can't say we want to build a team and then spend all 30 and 31 days of the month focusing on hitting our sales goals. If we want to build a team, we have to start inviting people to the opportunity, okay? So we're doing a book, not a book study. We're doing a podcast study, basically. So after each episode, you're going to send this to your team. You're going to have a discussion around it. You're going to do the assignments that I'm giving you, and you're going to tag me on Instagram at Melanie Mitro, and you're going to let me know how it is going. So today, we're really talking about how to identify your ideal team member. And it is so incredibly important that you take some time to get some clarity around what are the qualities of a top producing team? What are the qualities of the people that you want on your team? And The beauty of that is that it's going to be different for each and every one of us. But it's important for us to identify and clarify who who we want on our team, what these qualities are, is because when you sit in a room with your team, your future team, you want to look around at these women and say, wow, even if we didn't do direct sales together, I would be friends with them. For example, when I get together with my leaders and we all get into a room, we all possess a lot of the same core values. Now, this isn't an avatar training. I'm not going to actually have you write out, like, you know, pick a person and their blonde hair, blue eyes, five, four, whatever, right? You're really thinking about core values. So what do these women care about? So do they care about authenticity, trust? Is it Do they have a work ethic? Are they women that want to contribute, that want to make a significant income? Women that aren't afraid to get out there and work hard, aren't afraid of failure, women that You know, love their family fiercely and love having a career also. Are they women who are they value their faith and they're very much rooted in their faith? Are they women that are value and it's much more meditation and energetic healing? Is it that you're kind of, that's not really faith and energy isn't your thing, right? So what is it that's your thing? I Is it that, you know, you all really have a passion for running or you have a passion for yoga or, you know, you all lift weights and it's all about, you know, being as lean. And so there's all these kinds of characteristics in the women that you can attract. And more often than not, it's you looking in the mirror at who you are. When you try to be somebody else or you try to say, I want a team just like Sarah, but none of those core values are the same as yours. For example, if I was watching Sarah and Sarah has grown this amazing community around being a marathon runner and I loathe to run, I'm not going to emulate what Sarah does with running and try to attract a a tribe of runners, but I might actually attract a tribe of women that really love non-toxic living, that really love working hard and, and love being a mom, but also love contributing. So I'm going to look at who am I? What are my core values? Those are the people that I want. And the more specific you get, the better. You will find at the beginning, as you're beginning to figure out who your ideal team member is, that you kind of try on some different characteristics and then you realize you don't like it. And I'll give you an example of what I mean. When I first started my direct sales business, I was in stay-at-home mom life that was currently the life that I was living. I spoke to a lot of stay at home moms or moms who wanted to be home with their kids. And what I found because I was talking to stay at home moms is that I attracted a lot of women who wanted to be a stay at home mom, but didn't want to put in the work. And when push came to shove, they would always make excuses and their kids would actually be their excuse, their reason not to show up for work. They didn't want to like ruffle the feathers, right? And so what I found was yes, I can still speak to women who want to be home with their kids, but I needed to make this ever so slight shift. And it was women that want to work from home, women that want a flexible job so that they aren't missing their kids' sporting events or first day of school, or they aren't feeling riddled with mom guilt 24 7, but it's Actually, working moms, moms who want to have a career. And so when I made that shift, I really started to not attract so many people that just wanted to be a stay at home mom and would give me that excuse again, ever so slight shift of I'm a stay at home mom, but I'm a work at home mom and I have a career and I love it. And I prior prioritize my family and I prioritize my business as well. So you'll find that as you're trying your, to really identify your team member, there's going to be these slight little tweaks that you make because you realize, Oh, I'm a the wrong person or not the right work ethic. Or, you know, when the going gets tough and we're hit with obstacles, I'm attracting people that quit. And so sometimes it is putting in these words of, I'm not afraid of failure. I'm not afraid of obstacles. I understand that life gets hard and I'm willing to push through. And so you'll begin to attract and and really cultivate this connection with people that have the same core values as you do. I want to put a little sidebar note here that you will always have outliers. So in my career as a network marketer, even though I had dialed in to the T, my ideal team member, I still attracted outliers. There were lots of people that would come into the doors of my business that would join my team that would tell me that they were hardworking and they were, you know, a work at home mom. and they would they're they're not afraid of failure and they would push through when the going gets tough. But they were people that that looked good on paper. It felt good to them in the moment. But really, when push came to shove, they were not willing to do the work. So they were outliers. That's okay. You can't 100% always hit the nail on the head. So you do, like, that is going to happen. I think that's a fair thing to share with you as I've gone through my, my career here in network marketing. So what I want you to do is sit down with a sheet of paper. This is a brainstorming activity where you are going to think about, all of the characteristics of your ideal team member. I just want you to think of core values. What are the personal core values? What is their... You know, when it comes to somebody's faith and belief systems, what are the things that you would list underneath of that category? When it comes to work ethic, what is super important to you? Let's talk a little bit of balance and boundaries. What, what does that look like for you personally? What are the things that you hold to a higher standard? What about relationships? Relationships with loved ones, significant other, family members, and then when we get into sort of the business side of it what is the way that they show up in the business how do they contribute what kind of person are they you know what are what are the things that they enjoy doing you can even get down into hobbies and things that people enjoy to do you know things that they do in their free time now this is going to be a little more of a wild card but it's okay because this also helps you identify the people you would want on your team so now you're probably thinking melanie why does this why does this matter right? Right? So why does this matter? And I'm going to give you a perfect example of this. Have you ever gone to a dinner party? And I used to go to dinner parties all the time with my husband when he was working in corporate and they would bring their spouses to these corporate dinners. We would sit around the table and we would talk to other spouses. And most of the other women that I would sit there and talk with, we had literally zero in common. Nada. Nothing. Why? Why? I was building a business I owned my I own my own direct sales company I was working outside of the uh, outside of the home I guess if you could say even though I was working from home and I was a go-getter Enneagram 3 I was you know very much into my career and also loved my children fiercely but I wasn't stay at home mom, right? I wasn't the mom that was volunteering at school. I'm not the PTO mom. I'm not, you know, over helicopter parent over my children. I am very much, you know, the kind of mom that doesn't gossip. Like I'm too busy building my business. And so I'd sit around this table with these other women and we had nothing in common because they weren't working. They were at home. They were taking care of their kids and running to and from the PTO meetings and running fundraisers and volunteering and the school. And so we had a very different life. And so I really didn't have a lot in common. And so by the end of a dinner, I would feel exhausted and drained. And I couldn't run to the car fast enough because I had just spent all this time trying to find things to talk about. Now, on the flip side, as I've built my direct sales team over the years, I open the door. I want you to visualize like I invite my team over for brunch and they all come to the door and we all sit down at the brunch table and we're all chatting with one another and conversation flows effortlessly. We actually look down at our watches and can't believe that it's been three hours since we sat down to um, have brunch together. We are talking about what our kids are up to. We're talking about business ideas. We're talking about troubleshooting leadership challenges that we're having. We're going through marketing ideas. We're talking about our health and how we're focused on our you know anti-inflammatory journeys and the foods that we can eat. And half of us have given up alcohol at this point because it doesn't serve our bodies anymore. And we're sleeping eight hours a night and we're talking about how we used to burn ourselves out. Literally, this is what my team talks about when we're together. And we're all different, right? So some people have boys, some people have girls, some people have kids that have graduated high school. Some of our friends have, our team members have graduated college. And so some people have little ones that are just sending off to kindergarten. But The beauty is we have this core value, this like red thread that runs through our team where we value hard work, we value being disciplined, we value our personal relationships with our spouses, we wanna be really good parents and we're striving to achieve the next level of success in our careers, but also very aware not to burn ourselves out. And it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, it's magnetic. And so it's really because... I have aligned myself to the kind of person that I want to have on my team. You can do this for your customers as well. So specific traits, I want you to sit down and really say, who do I want on my team? Now, here's the part that I want you to do, knowing that you don't have to share this with anybody, but I want you to actually think of the flip side. I want you to think of if you had a team of people that were not your people, or who do you want to repel in your business? Who are the people that you know, you would not naturally get along with. So you can sit down and you can make a list of the people who you are not even make a list of the people but make a list of the characteristics that you really would not connect with. So again, for me, it totally is women that are not that don't work outside of the home. All right. It might be girl moms, Because maybe I can't relate to them as much as the boy mom life, right? Um, It might be that I don't relate to people who don't value their relationship with their spouse. So somebody that's always talking negatively. I know for me, somebody that's a pessimist, somebody that is small-minded, somebody that is always looking at the problem instead of the solution, I don't necessarily jive with those people. I find their energy to be very draining. So you even want to sit down, people that are full of excuses. They're not willing to work hard. They quit when the going gets tough. Um, They prioritize their, you know, their family over work in crunch times. They check out, right? So in prioritizing your family over work, I don't mean that in every situation. I just mean they use that as sometimes an excuse or a reason like when life gets hard, they're like, "Oh, I got to I got to pour more time into this and I got to pour more time into my family." And, and so that becomes a an avoidance tactic for doing the work. I hope that that makes sense. So when you do the opposite, now you can begin to see who you don't want right? Who are the people that don't jive with you? And so that allows you, whenever I sit down and I am getting ready to write a social media post, I'm going to make a reel. I'm going to talk in my stories. I'm going to put up an email. I am going to go to a networking event and talk to other women in the community. In my mind is always, I'm going through, as I'm having conversations with people, I'm kind of going through this filter. Like, do they fit, who I would want to work with, who I would want to connect with. When I'm writing an email, I'm speaking directly to the woman who wants a career that creates a significant income and they can work a hell of a hard, but they can do it on their own terms. So I'm thinking of what they would want to hear. I'm thinking of if I say it this way, it's really going to resonate with them. So I'm not casting this wide net. I'm not trying to speak to everyone. I really am focused on speaking to my ideal team member. So now as you begin to write out your ideal team member characteristics, the next step for you is to every single time you go to write, to speak, to have conversations with people is to keep that beside you. Even if you're in team building mode right now, I want you to become so aware where do go-getters hang out? Where do women that have a career but also love their families, what are their hobbies and interests? What are the books that they read? What are the networking events that they go to? How can you maybe get more involved both online and offline and in person? Thinking about what authors, what podcasts they listen to, so what social events, all of those things are going to help you begin to find the right people, It doesn't happen overnight. It does take time. But what I've learned is the more I begin to speak to the person that I want, and this really takes a lot of courage, is you're manifesting the relationships that you want by going out there and speaking it into existence. I am looking for motivated, driven women who love their family fiercely, but also enjoy having a very successful career. They feel, they felt at one point or another, like they had to choose from a highly successful career or a really full family life. And I'm here to tell you that that isn't the case. You don't have to live your life making that choice. You truly can have both. I am living proof. X amount of years ago, I said yes to an online business opportunity that has allowed me to step away from X and to build a blank business. I am currently looking for women to partner with who want to create a supplemental or significant income in the blank space. And if you are reading this post right now and you are a go-getter and you are driven and you are full of energy and life, let's have a conversation. Here is the link to my my application to fill out, I'll reach out to you in 24 hours to set up a phone call or comment the word you know details. And I'll send you the details of what I do as a business mentor and how you could do it too. So do you see how I've changed my language? I'm like really putting it out there, the kind of person I want to attract that I'm open for business. I'm positioning myself as a business mentor. So Over the years, not only did I make confident posts like that, but in my stories, I would actually talk about some certain scenarios, right? So I would say, as I was building my network marketing organization, I'm looking for women who love their kids, but also want to have a thriving career online. I'm looking for women that aren't afraid of hard work and are willing to make the sacrifices, but also, right, are going to make sure that they're honoring their husband and their and their kids. And so when you're talking about that, you can say, like, is that you? Are you that person? Are you questioning whether or not you can actually have the best of both worlds? I'm here to tell you, you can. And I'm hosting a informational session or a business opportunity call. So you can actually tell people where they can actually connect with you to learn a little bit more. So, uh, over the years and this is something I share inside of the Rockstar recruitment course is I literally give you pages upon pages of PDFs of post examples, story examples. I walk walk you through how to create business opportunity presentations that actually speak to your ideal team member. So the Rockstar Recruitment course isn't open for enrollment at least yet, but it is coming soon. And if you are wanting to build a downline, you are wanting to grow in your confidence, I would love to share with you a freemium that I have. It is the Confident Recruitment Guide. It really talks about your vision. It talks about your action statements and really acting if you are already a successful top recruiter. So you can download that. I'll link that in the show notes for you as well. But you guys, your assignment for today is sitting down and really saying, all right, who do I want on my team? And to really run it through the filter, I want you to talk to one another about the kinds of team members, the kinds of things that you want in the people that are going to be your future leaders. I want you to get together with your upline, share that example, that worksheet with them so they can ask you some questions as well. And don't wait. That's so important. Don't wait to start talking about the opportunity. I was hosting a team call the other night and talking about you know, recruiting and signing up team members. That was something that I did before I was even ranked in my company because I knew that I wanted to do this alongside of other amazing, inspiring women. And I knew that I had to get out there. I had to project and manifest the kinds of women I wanted to work with even before I felt qualified and ready. And that again, comes from confidence, conviction. In belief in what it is that you have to offer. So again, dropping into the show notes, grab that confident recruitment guide. You can start learning a little bit of my mindset and my practice about how I show up more confidently. And don't forget, if you love today's episode, make sure you tag me at Melanie Mitro on Instagram. Let me know your biggest takeaway and I can't wait to hear back from you. I hope you guys have an amazing day and thanks for tuning in.